I am recording. Okay, cool. Ready? Miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. <laughs> I know it. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. I don't use it. Not in your vocab? Down to down. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five zero six of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily Thunder.com Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Ma'am Drew. And Taylor. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to man <laughs> Why don't you just go, I want to feel. The heat with some ma'am drew. That's not how this works. I know, but I just wish it would. Uh, so the Thunder played a game last night, which was something that hadn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. They hadn't played since Sunday. Uh, and they played the Spurs. Seemed in, to bode well for them in, to have this much time off. <laughs> it's rest versus rust. Oh, I mean, really uh, classic. The Thunder lost 99 to 103. Uh, Paul George. Uh, was back. He played well for the first game in what felt like a long time. Uh, he had missed 14 consecutive threes until he hit Ooh. his first one last night. He went three of six Yuck. from three last night. Uh, 26 points, six assists, seven rebounds. I thought he was great. I thought Steven Adams played a good game. He was a plus 10, 10 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, he did have that moment that I think people are super frustrated about where LaMarcus went right by him. Um, but I think that's if if you just are going to hammer him for that, like I think it's a little bit of a misunderstanding of like the entire situation there. One, the help defender, which was Carmelo Anthony, just kept sliding the other direction <laughs> as he went to the basket. And two, you play Lamarcus not for the drive. Like when does Lamarcus Aldridge drive to the basket late in the game? Pretty rare. He's playing him for that fadeaway shot, trying to stand up tall. He went by him. That sucks. But that's. Ultimately, Stephen Adams did a great job last night. Trade him. That's what Twitter says. <laughs> he was the worst player last night, is what Twitter says. Uh, man, Twitter was out of control. So I like tweeted before I went to bed, just like, you know what? Like, ch- like I don't remember what I said. I said, I ended it with, it's going to be okay. I didn't mean the Thunder are going to be great, or they're going to be good, or they're going to win the title. I meant, like, life goes on, people. I guess what I meant, and then like I looked at my mentions this morning, and it was just like on fire because I said that it's going to be okay. I agree with them. You don't tell me what's okay and what's not okay. Well, I Listen, should I should have said life goes on is what I should have said. And here's the thing: it's not going to be okay. I got a lot of is it? <laughs> is <laughs> you it? Did. I looked at your mentions. <laughs> you got a lot of is it or lol? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, people. Uh, here's the deal. Like, the Thunder played pretty well last night. Mm-hmm. And they have lost, like, the Boston game, late game issue. Portland game, late game issue. San Antonio, late game issues. Like, those, there were problems in the late game, for sure. Uh, Russell took that stupid, stupid 30-foot three-point shot that airballed. 
You know, we, we live and die with what Russell does as Thunder fans. But that one was really stupid. That one I mean, was that really was just weird. excessively stupid. And he's made those kind of shots before. Like, I get it. But it was really, really bad. Like, that was an atrocious shot. Um, but this team, I don't know. Like, they, they played well enough to win that game. And it's like the free throws. They were 14 of 21 from the free throw line. Like, if you can make four more of those, like, you're in this game and you might win it. You know, and four of those like coming from guys like Russell Westbrook who missed three, Stephen Adams missed two. Um, you know, like you can like that game was winnable and it was right there. And Thunder, it's just funny. Like if they make their free throws and they end up winning that game by one, we're all talking about how great Paul was. You know, Adams did a good job on the Marcus last night, and you know, Russell had some bad turnovers, but he he had some great moments too. Um, but then they lose by four because they. Yeah, I think Russell takes a bad shot. The bench doesn't really show up, and they miss their free throws. Now we're like, well, Stephen Adams is the worst player on the floor. What, like uh, Russell? We're gonna we're stuck with him for the next four years. You know, like everyone just like loses their minds. It's like this. This was a close NBA game. It was competitive. Was it frustrating? Absolutely. Was I frustrated? Yes. But you can't swing so hard the other direction on it because. This team is, they're they are a fine team. They're not as good as we thought they would be preseason. They're not as good as we hoped they would be. Um, but also, like, you get nothing from Jeremy Grant last night, who's been their most consistently great uh, player off the bench recently. And he is rarely, like, a big, uh, he's rarely a very negative box right. uh, plus minus guy. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the whole, here's the plus minus for the bench last night. Patterson minus seventeen, Grant minus thirteen, Felton minus sixteen, Ferguson minus nine, um, Urbanus minus nine, Ferguson minus five. Hey, good job, Ferguson. Good job, Ferg. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, the bench is like they didn't show up last night. The starters I thought played pretty well. I thought the shot distribution for the starters was actually pretty good. Although I don't love Corey Brewer getting eight shots, but that's that's just how it happened. Melo only took six. Paul took twenty. Russ took nineteen. Adams took eleven. Like you look at that and you say, yeah, that's kind of what we want. That's kind of what we're looking for. Maybe you swap eight shots for Mello and six for Brewer. That's what I was going to say. Don't you want more shots for Mello? I think that you need to create more open shots for Carmelo Anthony. Yes. Like especially he was three of three. Uh, the mm-hmm. three of his makes were all threes. Yeah. And that's why, like, if anything, just give him, make sure he has six three-point attempts per game and yeah. like ten to 12 overall shots. But it's hilarious. We we just we were, they're taking turns like failing in crunch time right now. Yeah. And so like we got to see Russ do it last night. We got to see Melo do it on Sunday. And like last night, I'm sure that there were people like, "Why don't you give Melo the ball at the end of the game?" And it's like, it's "Hey, like- <laughs> you person, what did you do after that Portland Go game? Go look at your tweets from Sunday." Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. But it was I understand it, it the game meant a lot. There was a lot riding on this game. The Thunder are now fifth in the West, and the San Antonio Spurs are fourth. And had the Spurs lost, they would go to eighth, and the Thunder would have like solidified themselves further as the fourth seed. The fourth seed isn't gone. Like, we don't need to like don't need to panic. It does suck that they have to play again tonight, but it is at home, and the Thunder are typically much better at home. I feel like the Thunder still have been playing good basketball for the most part. They've had bad moments. Sure, late in games, they started the Portland game terribly, but I think overall, like, they're playing pretty good basketball. And I don't know, people like, I don't, people are just losing their minds about this team. And I understand it, but like, 
your whole I don't know I feel like a lot of people's whole lives like revolve around like if this team wins or loses and like if you're a fan of Russell Westbrook man that's a it's gonna be a tough life gonna be a tough life and guys we have to remember who we were playing last night the San Antonio Spurs we're talking about DeJounte Murray who was great last night he was great. We're talking about the star, the superstar DeJounte Murray. Luke, what position does DeJounte Murray play? He's the coach, actually. Yep, uh, he's the coach. <laughs> we're talking about Kyle Anderson, Luke. Uh, sideline reporter. Yep, we're talking about Rudy Gay. Fan. Huge fan. Super fan. And then we're talking about Davis Bertans. I mean, you're not walking out of that one easy. <laughs> LaMarcus was really good in the first half. Yeah, he was good. I thought Powell played a good game. I thought Patty Mills was really good. Too good. Powell was too good. Danny Green was great last night. And here's where here's one where I'm like, okay. Like this is this is like probably the most frustrated the second most frustrated I felt last night. First most frustrated, Russell taking that air ball thirty footer. Second, Paul George is on the break, looks back, sees Danny Green behind him, slows down, and then Danny Green just blocks him at the rim. Because he was trying to get a, a, a foul or what? I don't why? know. If you're trying to get a foul, why don't you stop and pump fake? Or like stop and let Danny Green fly by you or something. But it seemed like when he knew Danny Green was behind him, he slowed down. It was That was inexplicable. You think he wanted to get blocked? <laughs> I think he wanted to get blocked. He wanted to get blocked. It was He was like, I want to go to the Lakers. Block me. That's what he said. <laughs> no, I didn't. And that was a frustrating play. Sometimes, like, he's so chill. Like, he's just a chill person, period. On the court, off the court, he just is. And at the, in that moment, he was just way too chill. But I can't criticize him a ton because I thought he played a good defensive game. I thought that offensively he was good again, uh, which was nice to see. Um, but, you know, looking at the box score, like, it doesn't – there's there's nothing besides just the bench not showing up all that much that, that screams, like – this is terrible. This is not working, you know, and should they have won the game last night? Yeah, they probably should have, but you know, it's, it is what it is. The thunder are still in the, in the playoff battle. Um, there were moments in the game where the thunder didn't look totally engaged, which is a little bit concerning. Um, but again, they play again tonight against Denver at home. It's a big game against a team that's still fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, it doesn't seem likely that they'll get it, but they're still fighting for the spot. So, um, I'm I'm rooting for Denver. By the way, at the end of the season here. So, who are you rooting for tonight? Uh, Denver, because <laughs> OKC will still make the playoffs. I need Denver to make the playoffs, and Utah to not make the playoffs, just to see all those nerds freak out <laughs> about Utah <laughs> not being in the playoffs. Oh my good god, <laughs> that would be so nice. Hey guys, so nice. you know what else would be so nice? An anthem beer. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Guys, we've been talking. We, we're still talking about OK pills because they're still so good, and uh, you can drink them. You can drink a hundred of them, and, and it tastes real good to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would, we uh, we don't uh, recommend that. But over the course of your life, over, over the course of the, your life, though, sure we do. Um, it is a German Pilsner, perfect for when it's warming up, going outside, drinking a few beers, sitting on your porch. It's really good. So if you don't really know what it is, we've said this before, but like if you like a Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, if that's like you're and you're like, I don't like all those fancy beers. This one is for you. It's a, it's the 
It's Anthem's answer to that problem. It is. If you want an upgrade over all those, go get the OK Pills. It's very good. You can go uh, try it at their tap room, and they'll probably have some more specialty beers there, too. Um, if you'll go, it's at Southwest 4th and Classen downtown. It's a cool spot. It's a really cool spot. You can probably maybe even get a little tour of the tap room and check it out. It's a great place. So you should go check it out this weekend uh, and have yourself a, a delicious Anthem beer. Yes, and they have... Uh Sometimes they'll have some live music there. Sometimes True. they'll have, you know, a Thunder game on the television. It's a, it's a pretty cool place. Very cool place. Very cool place. Do you guys think you've had... I think I've probably had 100 pills in my lifetime. I probably have. I think I probably have. There's no chance that I have. Uh, the Thunder are currently sit at wow. ninth in offensive rating. Dude, Anthem, as our sponsor, they just... Do they not mail you just crates and crates of beer? Tenth in defensive rating <laughs> at a 104.5. Steadily dropping since Andre uh, went out. Uh, net rating, they're 2.8, which is eighth in the league. Like, you look at those numbers, and you're like, yeah, no, that's not, they're a fine team. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fine team. Not good enough. <laughs> Apparently not good enough for uh, Thunder Twitter. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. They're In the last 10 games, they're 11th in offense. They're ninth in defense, and in net rating, they're sixth. You know, like they've been much better as of late. Like you look at those numbers, the ten games before that, like the pre Corey Brewer area area. Did I say mm. area? I did say area. Corey Brewer's area. Corey, <laughs> when we're talking about Corey Brewer's area, <laughs> no, uh, the pre Corey Brewer era, they were horrible. They were like twentieth in offensive defense, and they, I mean, they were awful. And, like, that's the time where, like, if they were playing like that now, that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, panic. Set everything on fire, everybody. Just let it all go. Right. But now, like, this is a – they're a fine team. They're not wonderful, but they're fine. Like, And they're going to – like, they'll probably still be able to win a first-round matchup. They're probably still going to lose in the second round. Like, that's what was going to happen. Why do you say that? <laughs> it's just true. You don't say that. Andrew, I wish – You'd stand up for the, for these men. <laughs> I still think that there there is a chance. Like if I were to pick any of these teams in the playoffs to be able to do much better than they have in the regular season, I think it's a Billy Donovan coached Thunder team. That doesn't sound like enough standing up for these men. You gotta stand up for these men. Try again. These men are out there every night putting it on the line. Their lives for your are in danger for your city. The Thunder are going to the NBA Finals. Woo! No, I don't think they will. Um, but I do think that they... That I, I still think they have a shot against somebody in the second round. I don't know what this Warriors team will look like. Uh, Kevin Durant came back for his first game last night and got thrown out. That- got thrown out. Uh, Taylor could read the, like his lips of what he was saying. To no, no, no. I read what other people told what me other they people. heard him say. And... There was a lot of cuss words. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yes. He said, hold on, let's see how I can do this. He can't do this. He said, call the call, you B-A-M-F. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And was like pointing in his face. Wow. That gets you. Wow. That gets you. That gets you uh, thrown out uh, of, of any restaurant. Oh, easily. You know, if you do that to a waiter or you do that to the major maitre d', you're out of that restaurant. <laughs> Katie should be out of the game. Right. Uh, Anthony Slater posted a tweet of all of Katie's ejections. He's had five this season. Yeah. He had two his entire career prior. 
He's a bad boy, man. He's yeah. a bad boy now. He hates all those blogger boys. That's right. He hates stats. He's just a he's just a bad boy. I can't talk about Kevin Durant anymore. <laughs> okay. Can you end that early? Yeah. Good. That's the uh because we need to move on to our Twitter questions. That's the music that I will play when I don't want to talk about anything anymore. Um, also, real quick, can we discuss the hot take one? I yeah. feel like you should give the hot take and then hit I the agree, I agree with that. Okay. So try it again. You want to try the Thunder going to the finals again? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So I've, I've created two new drops. One, when I don't, when things are not good, it's a cool drop. And we have our hot drop. So the hot drop is when something's super hot and it's like, ooh, it's like the Thunder going to the finals. I like that a lot better. <laughs> and then, yeah, I do too. I'm, I agree. Uh, and then if somebody starts talking about like Kevin Durant too much or something is getting really boring, it's just like, all right, like, we can stop talking about this now, please. This is not cool. <laughs> I'm done talking about it. Okay. I like that a lot. So, little preview of what's to come. Uh, hopefully not, because I'm never boring. And my hot takes aren't hard enough. Let's move on <laughs> to you Twitter can- questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at O underscore K underscore C who says, let's say Paul George and Mello stay next year. What do you think could be a realistic contract for Grant? He thinks 20 million, three years. Ooh. Yeah. Something like that. But do maybe you feel about maybe it? even less than that. Yeah. I would say less, especially now since the market is kind of uh, coming back down. And especially since he bit. sucked last night. Yeah, after <laughs> last night, he lost. He took. Um, I felt like one of those people who lay the tip in cat in dollars on the table. Yeah. And every time the waiter does something wrong, you take a dollar back. Those, <laughs> those people are the worst people on the planet. Is that a real thing? Oh, dude, yes, that's a real something thing. that buttholes do. <laughs> so they lay like like the family goes out. The dad lays like ten one dollar bills on the table, and he j- every time the waiter doesn't do something to this person's wow. standard, takes a dollar away. So, but the thing is, this doesn't work because I've talked to other waiters that this has happened to, and they're like, once I see that, I just decide I'm not going to help them. I'm I'm just gonna not take a tip. They should just go sweep them all off the table themselves. Or just run by and steal them. Uh, but anyways, Jeremy Grant. I think there's a good chance Jeremy Grant is back in OKC next year. Unless there's somebody... And I don't I don't know. Like His skill set is great. And he's a great backup guy. And maybe even... I mean, if they would play him at the four, I think that they would be a better team. Um, but, you know, his skill set may not be that coveted by other teams i don't know if he can if he can keep up his three-point shooting let's say he shoots like 35 percent through the playoffs then it's like okay like there may be a team that may want to overpay for him but six mil per year though i like that yeah it's a six six to six to nine mil per year i would say <laughs> Ooh, the closer to nine it gets i mean what it, i'm okay. more comfortable in the six oh my area. god <laughs> wow what? Uh, what? What? so yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> It's too much even for me. <laughs> if, they're, if they're willing to pay, you know, eight mil per year for Jeremy, uh, you know, that's the the Thunder owner's decision. Like if they're able to keep Paul and Mello and they can pay Jeremy eight year or eight million a year for the next three years, that's still probably a good value for him. He's super switchy and 
if he's hitting his threes like that and protecting the rim and he can play back up center and he continues to drive to the basket like he has been. Like he's been very, very good and he's been an improved player. So yeah, I think he he'd be worth it for that type of contract. And you know, Sam traded a first round pick for him, traded Ilyasova in a first round pick for him, and I, I do think that they would prefer to keep him around if they can. So uh if Paul George is gone, he's hundred percent coming back. Like he's you can go ahead and slap a thunder jersey on him but every time we talk about contracts like this with players like this i think about jay crowder and al farouk aminu and those incredible contracts that they're on (laughs) those incredibly stupid contracts that their terrible agents got them yeah and now they're great for the teams but they're about to have to get new contracts huh yeah it's about to be up what what are they going to go for so like comparing like the, no idea, huh? Uh, I think that everybody is really, really doesn't know what this market will look like. Because, like, the Lou Williams extension, I think everybody's like, well, oh, like, this is what it's going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, Lou Williams, the guy that everyone was super miffed that wasn't an all-star this year, gets the contract that he got. What well, was it, eight? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's just eight. And it's like, oh, well... Maybe Jeremy Grant gets four, right? <laughs> like I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting because there's not a lot of money out there this summer. There's not a lot of teams that are going to have a ton of money to spend. So it would take a very special circumstance. This isn't like twenty. This isn't like the Canner deal where it's like, well, everybody's got money to spend. Like who's going to be the one to make the offer? It's like no one's got money to spend. Who prioritizes Jeremy Grant? And I'm not sure that that's like a sentence, really. Hmm. This is though. Call the call, you B-A-M-F. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Rye Hendrickson, who wants to know, is Stephen Adams more valuable than Paul George? This was such an interesting question to me because mm-hmm. immediately I thought, no. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, maybe. You discuss. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I mean, he's not. I mean, overall, he's but not. maybe. But maybe he is. But he's probably not. Uh, He's not. I mean, ultimately, if you get the best version of Paul George, that's that's what gets you to the conference finals, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Steven Adams, his role isn't big enough to be that kind of guy. I think that he, without a doubt, helps his team. And he kind of creates the floor for this team and with his defense and his rim protection and his ability to finish around the basket. Um but I think it's what what Paul brings that brings the ceiling up significantly. I agree. Thought exercise. Okay. In in the Haberstroian way. Okay. Um, okay, you take Steven Adams off this team. Mm-hmm. How far can this team go <laughs> oh. in the playoffs? They don't get past the first round. Okay, you take Paul George off this team. Do they go any further? No. Then they're both equally valuable. Thanks, Haberstro, for the uh, in, for the uh, <laughs> inspiration. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. I don't know. We're not. I don't feel like we're done with I that. We're not. Feel like we are. I don't feel like we're done with well, that. Well, what, uh, Luke? Who do you like better? I like our next Twitter question. Really? Yeah. Do you guys? I don't know. Uh, uh, yes, he is. Who? He's ultimate. To me, he's ultimately not. He's been more consistent, and he's been kind of like the steady player for this team. But 
the the talent that Paul George has at the position and the position probably matters more. Like you can get decent production at the center position rel- relatively cheap and it, there's a ton of those guys. Like they're all over the place. So like you could get Ed Davis and obviously Ed Davis isn't like anywhere near the player that Steve is, but if you had Ed Davis and um Paul George, like that's probably better than having Steven Adams and Ed Davis. whatever the equivalent of Ed Davis on the wing is. You know what I mean? Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. <laughs> like it's probably it's probably ultimately better. Wait a second. What if you had two Corey Brewers? What if we multiplied Corey? Multiplicity. You gotta watch out because they they have different personalities. That's true. Is it? They do. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you clone, do you think that there's a different personality? I was talking to Kate about this last night because we were talking about when her dog dies. <laughs> We're talking about when her dog dies, and then if she would want to clone that dog, but would that dog uh, have it? This it's distracting. It's supposed to be. It would look the same, but it would have a little different. It would look, but would it? It could be because a, it has the same DNA. It could be a little bit more tidy, or a little bit dumber, or yeah. really, like a what if more intense? Like what if you? What if the dog was a clone, and then you just started being? mean to it it's gonna be a different dog it's gonna be a mean bitey dog oh, it's gonna be the same in, in this with the same owner that's what i'm saying though if the if the if the hey. situation and the dna is the same is the dog not okay. exactly the setting same? some setting some ground rules when that song goes that's as long as you have for the topic <laughs> if you oh if well you that talk, okay i will i will abide by that because that was pretty long if you talk beyond the length of that song you get muted for like five minutes whoa yeah okay different personality <laughs> all right go ahead okay to our next sort of question it comes from at ben underscore burke one zero who wants to know what's the likelihood that golden state or houston rest their starters against the thunder at what point does donovan stop playing t ferg well we can address the first question um i i think that it's possible that they rest or make up some kind of injury for their players against OKC because I mean the first seed is locked up second seed is locked up so these games don't matter all that much to these teams and that's what may propel the Thunder past both of them anyways like even if they do play their players like they like the Thunder need to win those games and you know Houston Golden State like there's no motivation behind those games for them they're probably just trying not to get hurt you know, the rest of the season more than they are like trying to, you know, get to, you know, they're, and they're not going to hit a, a crazy mark. Like Golden State probably doesn't win 60 this year and Houston doesn't win 70. So like there's no like crazy mark for either of them to hit. Houston's already won the most games in franchise history. Like they, there's nothing left for them to achieve and the Thunder still have quite a bit to achieve. Um, and so there's a chance that they rest or there's a chance that the Thunder just have more motivation than they do. The Spurs last night, had just as much motivation to win that game as the Thunder did, if not more. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was a, a tight game because of that. Same with Boston, same with Portland. Like, those teams, like, they still have a lot to play for. Uh, those two teams don't have really anything left to play for. I think that is, okay, what you were mentioning about the Spurs uh, having a lot to play for last night, too, that is something that's still frustrating, though, because we have the same amount to play for sure. in the game, and our talent level is much higher than the Spurs, right? Overall, 
Our yeah. ceiling is higher than the Spurs. It's really frustrating when that doesn't uh, yeah. turn equal a win over a well, team. Well, and the, their bench is much better. The Spurs bench, and for that, sure. And that was the difference in the game. Like, look at their bench guys. Rudy Gay had nine. Parker had eight. Ginobili had ten. Danny Green. Had and they're 11. very and they're very smart. It's a very smart and experienced bench. Yeah, they're too. not and they're not going to take those thirty footers. Yeah, they're going to take. They took great shots. They make you pay for your mistakes, and the Thunder made mistakes. And you live and you die with Westbrook. When Westbrook makes those shots, we don't hear a ton of comments on like how stupid that shot was, right? You know, and that's and Alex tweeted this. You know, that's the difference between last year and this year's Russ. Like Russ was hitting those shots last year. And some people say that the only reason that people voted for Russell Westbrook was because of triple doubles. That's what um, Howard Beck was saying on the low post last year. Like Howard Beck, if that's what he thinks, like he doesn't remember last season at all, or maybe mm-hmm. he didn't watch Russ all that much last season. This is the narrative around that MVP season, though. Now it is, and it's Simmons. wrong. Like it's just, I, I, to me, that's a part of it. But what he was doing down the stretch of games where he was just willing that team to win, they're supposed to win like forty-two games last year. That in a normal season, if you play that season over again like a hundred times, they probably win forty-two games more than they win forty-seven. Russell willed those those five games just out of nowhere, and that's why he won the MVP. And so he he's been able to do that some this season, but he wasn't able to do it last night. And you know, last year's Russ maybe hits that thirty-footer, or you know, he did some incredible things last season. And he's done that some this season, but it just hasn't been he's it's been more of a probably a normal season when it comes to like the theatrics for Russell. Right. Um so yeah, I get it. I get the frustration. I'm frustrated too. Like I get it, but I don't think the Thunder played as bad as what people are saying. I think they made some boneheaded decisions and I think they missed their free throws. And I think that's really it. Overall, like if you take away one of those, like just the free throws and they still make some boneheaded decisions, they can Freaking win the game. What is that? What does that expression come from? Boneheaded. Yeah. Uh, Luke knows. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I won't tell you. Why? It's a secret. All right. Next Twitter question. <laughs> next Twitter question comes from. Make at, something up. I don't know. It's a dad expression. Bonehead. Because you you know what's underneath your head? Well, underneath your head? Bone. Not no brain. They're just bone. Oh, okay. Like it's filled. Like your skull's just filled in with more Filled bone. bone. Just a bunch of bone. No brains on the bone. Let's move <laughs> on to our next Twitter question. Yeah, if I were at the game last night, I would have asked Russ why he was such a bonehead. Why <laughs> such boneheads? Why are you being such a bonehead? You got nothing in there. Next Twitter question comes from Matt Thunder Barakua wants to know or says not playing schemes and rotations. During the season, how much will that affect them in the playoffs? Example, last year, Grant as the five only used during the playoffs. It's hard to say. Uh, They saved a lot of, and you know they're practicing these things, so it's not like it'll be like the first time that's ever happened for them. Like They're practicing the things that they want to use in the playoffs constantly. They may not use them in games, or they may only use them in games sporadically, it, I would say that in 2016, it worked out very well for them. Uh, I don't think teams are ready for what OKC brought in the playoffs uh, last season. I think it was, it was a different roster. Uh, it was a different circumstance for sure. 
Uh, they didn't have extra things to bring to the playoffs last right. season. Right. <laughs> no, the extra no... thing the extra thing they had last year was like not playing singular. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well the the true extra thing they had that they didn't bring out until game five was playing Oladipo yeah, as the primary the backup. Yeah. Um and you know, would that have made all the difference in the world? Maybe they maybe they go to six games. But it's not going to like propel them to the conference finals. But maybe it saves Harden from the embarrassment of that game seven against San Antonio. Could have been. See, we could have saved Harden that embarrassment. Bonehead. What a bonehead. All right. Um, Fer- Ferguson. So the Ferguson question. When does he stop playing Terrence Ferguson? I don't know. I don't know. The closer we get to the playoffs, the more I think, eh, maybe, maybe he plays in the playoffs. He's going to play in the playoffs. He's probably going to play. <laughs> Uh, is that going to drive you insane? You know, I don't. He's been better. I when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and he's been better. So I'm not going to say that he's he. I don't think he killed the Thunder last night. I thought he actually. There was one defensive possession where he played really, really well against Tony Parker. I do think that he's getting better. Do I still? I still think that he probably shouldn't play in the playoffs. But I don't know that it'll matter all that much. I don't think he's like a make or break player for them. I'd rather than play Abrinas 14 minutes and give him nine minutes, which is kind of what they've been giving those two guys, um, but flip-flopped. But, you know, I can't complain. If Terrence Ferguson's um, great job acting in that Gatorade commercial yeah. is any indication of how he'll become playoffs, I think we should be a little more excited about this. Isn't it interesting that he was the guy that was chosen to be in that commercial they're clear they're clearly just filling him with as much confidence and and hope and encouragement and support as they can i'm telling you the thunder are just crazy giddy about this guy oh man they really are they think singing in the membrane it's it is kind of crazy and like paul and russell and mellow and steve i mean if that if, if there's anything that makes me think like huh like maybe Maybe this is going to be a really great player. It's that they all just speak so highly of him. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't hear this happening with Jeremy Grant or no Jeremy Lamb. I mean, mm, you know, that's true. Heck no! You just saw Russ <laughs> getting mad at Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, all the we time. didn't. We did not see Jeremy Lamb get all this talk. No, or even this playing time. Hmm. Frankly, all right. Let's move. Or on. even this much um, Gatorade awareness and awakeness. Yeah, guys, let's move on to our next. Twitter question. It comes from at Pepsi United, who says in the real GM radio, Danny Leroy. I don't know how to pronounce this. We'll go ahead. Keep the disrespect going. And Ben Gulliver talked about how Philly and Paul George are the perfect fit for each other this summer. Although the whole discussion was totally disrespectful to OKC, I think they have a point. And Philly is a real possibility for Paul George. What do you guys think? Yeah. LeBron's a better fit for Philadelphia. Come on. There's no room for Paul George. LeBron's going there. <laughs> He's a great fit there. Here but here's my thing with that Philly team. Do they need a do they need to bring in a guy that is going to take 20 shots a game? You know what I mean? Like if Markel Fultz is going to be a guy for them. Like do you, what why do you need to bring in a guy that's going to shoot 20 times? That's my that's my question because I feel like they've got three stars on that team. Yeah, but it's also like just keep bringing, especially in the league today. It's like bring as many stars as no, you can. No, I get I get it. I'm not saying I'm not saying they shouldn't bring Paul George in because of that. But I'm also saying if they don't bring Paul George in, they're gonna be just fine. Like they may win the East in two years, anyways. 
Yeah. I, I think it's so weird that Fultz came back and was good. When, like, the, those videos of him not being able to shoot. He's a number one pick, man. He was the number one pick in this draft for a reason. And a, and a very good draft. He's a good player. He's, it's going to take some time for him to build up his confidence. It was but just so weird. It's great. He's good. He's very good. He, he's, not, he's not like everything that we thought he would be, but he's, like, he's going to be good. I mean, I don't, I don't, everyone just like wrote him off. I, I can't remember what I said. I tweeted something about Fultz like two weeks ago, and somebody was like, well, if you think Markel Fultz is going to be anything but a bust, you're an idiot. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, guy! Like, wow. People, people just get on Twitter just to get pissed off. They do. That's oh, why they, they get. Do, there's, a, there's a lot of people that get on just when they're mad. It's unbelievable. You know what? Better for them to be mad at you than mad at like their kids or wife. You know? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll I think ta- you're saving the American family. I'll take the heat. If I if I can take the heat, what's the, what was the question? If you can take the, George to the the, the expression is if you can take the heat. You're allowed to stay in the kitchen. I'll be in the and kitchen. help, and you can help cook. Oh, yeah, I'll cut the onions for you. All right. <laughs> Paul George to the Sixers makes a ton of sense. Onions. If he if he, if he considers the Sixers and that he goes there, like he should yeah, do it. That's a great. That's a great landing spot for him. I'm yeah. convinced he should go there. That would be great. I think he should. I would go there before the Lakers. I would go there before. If I'm if here. I'm leaving Oklahoma City, I'm going to Philadelphia. I'm not going to L.A. Our Next Twitter question deals with Paul George, and I think it's a good one. Okay. So I'm going to ask it right now. Okay. It comes from at random person me who wants to know, is Paul George secretly missing shots <laughs> so that if he leaves next season, the people of OKC carry his bags to the airport and bid him a fond farewell rather than giving him the KD snake treatment? He so, would never get the KD snake treat. Even if he decided to leave, we would never treat him or feel about him the way we feel about KD. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same, but it would be 40% the same. People would be mad. People would be super mad about it. People um, would be mad, yeah. But I think also people are like more preparing themselves right now for that possibility. But is he helping them prepare by miss, secretly missing shots? Well, first of all, he's not secretly missing shots. We get to see him miss the shots. <laughs> but so, is he choosing to miss the shots? That is just beyond absurd. He he has stretches where he's bad at shooting the basketball. And like that's that's it. He shot the ball well last night. He didn't make them because he's like, oh, maybe I want to stay. Shots go in. Oh, I want to leave. Also, <laughs> over for 10 from three. Oh, I want to stay. Three for six. <laughs> oh, I think I want to. I don't know. What am I going to do? These guys care so much about their percentages, too. Except maybe Russ. Russ might not care about his percentages. But Here's guys a, like Paul George yeah. really care about their shooting yes, percentages. Yes, of course. Like, he want like... He, who who wants to be bad no matter what circumstance yeah. <laughs> you're in? I don't know. I mean, this is. I mean, it's a. I mean, that is like a conspiracy theory beyond real conspiracy theories. It's just. I mean, I understand. Paul's decision is not made up. It won't be made up until the summer. I don't think it's that crazy of conspiracy theory. A crazy conspiracy. <laughs> a crazy conspiracy theory wow. is that oh, no. Katy Perry is the grown-up John Benet Ramsey. Oh, now what? that's crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this co- where's where's this coming from? Uh, it's conspiracy theory. Did you come up with it? No, it's just out there, and people think it. Do, 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 do. 
Also, Katy Perry has been terrible on American Also, Idol. Avril Lavigne died and was replaced with a body double. That one I think I believe. That one I think I actually believe. Okay, we can move on to our next Twitter question. And it is this from at R. Combsy, who wants to know, have Paul George numbers decreased even more since he started playing the extended minutes to start the first and third quarters? <laughs> quarters. Quarters. Um, they were definitely down until last night, certainly. Um, I don't know if that's the reason, though, that they were that he was not good. Uh, I think that it was just a slump. So I'm not going to say like that caused him to to be a bad shooter. I don't think that really makes any sense because he is kind of a I get into a rhythm as the game goes along kind of player, and he needs he's he thinks even in his head and Billy obviously thinks that it's true as well to keep him in the game for that stretch to you know for him to catch a rhythm and last night he did he was good so uh this and this question was before last night too and so a lot of these things a lot of these things can be explained and like this is like it's just happening and it's not because of this or that like it's just happening like sometimes you just miss like sometimes you're just bad for a month i think that it's kind of sometimes more simple than what we want to make it out to be. We're always looking for like a reason why these things are happening. And sometimes there's not always a reason like that. Think about us. Andrew, aren't you sometimes a bad teacher for like a month? Of You're course. like, I'm just, why can I not get anything across to these kids this month? Sometimes I'm. You're probably a bad lawyer. No. Like, wow. There's been way too many of my clients that have not gotten anything that out happen. of this divorce. That doesn't happen. And you may sometimes you're just making bad plate after bad plate, right? Over and yeah, over they're, again. They're lumpy. Oh man, they're 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 lumpy. What's a bubbly? Bad, what's a bad plate? Here's where yeah. here's where it's an awful comparison because a lot of things that we do isn't up to just luck, right? Like throwing a basketball up. There's there's some luck within that, right? And Not if you get in the gym. An element of luck. Get in the gym and put up shots. Oh man, I don't know. It's uh, we overanalyze these players and their games and what's happening like, to a crazy extent. And sometimes it's just that players aren't playing well. Sometimes, a, sometimes it's as simple as like they just need to be better, right? And you you're onto something about the overanalyzing. As a community, we are anal about analyzing. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. Luke, I am loving that Katy Perry uh, conspiracy theory thing. Wow. We can talk about it after as well. Our next Twitter question comes from at HowBackTrevor, who wants to know, do you think there's a love triangle between Billy Donovan, Terrence Ferguson, and Corey Brewer? There's no doubt in my mind. Here's my theory. Billy loves skinny two guards. It's quite the theory. (laughs) If you're overly skinny, Billy's gonna play you at the two. Okay, and if you and if you look like you're doing a lot of stuff, which Terrence, he's really good at looking like something's happening. Right, Corey Brewer actually is doing too many things. Yes, oh, absolutely. His body is doing too many. He's doing twenty things when he should do like four. Right. Um, Something I want to talk about. Corey Brewer is listed at only two pounds heavier than Terrence Ferguson. There's yeah. no way that that's true. There's no way that Corey Brewer is only 186 he is really, pounds. He, he is really skinny. 186 pounds for a man who is 6'9". His head's on backwards. And he is really... I mean, he's 
he is really, really skinny. There's just no, I just can't believe that. And I will choose not to believe it. What if I brought a scale into the locker room and it's like, all you right, sh- you really should. I need, I need to settle this. I need to settle this right now. Well, you know, and don't people, people can always, players always change their listing by pounds here, pounds there, a couple inches here, a couple <laughs> inches there, you know, it's true. you know what I'm saying? It's true. But <laughs> uh, why would Corey Brewer want to be lighter than he is? Because he's not, he is heavier than 186 pounds. I would be willing to bet my car on it. <laughs> Maybe he has the skinniest bones in the world. You think his bones are skinny? Maybe they're hollow like a bird's. <gasps> I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Brewer has he hollow got no bird marrow. bones. Little, little hollow bones. <laughs> he can fly. What if Corey Brewer flew away one night? <laughs> and Corey's gone. Corey's banging his head up against the top of the arena right now, trying to get free. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Nick Divs. He wants to know which Thunder player is probably the best at Fortnite. Do you play Fortnite? I don't. I want to, but I just haven't had time. Yeah. You know? I didn't know what it was yesterday. Actually, this is funny. I was teaching a it guitar a lesson to a kid. Video Wiggles. Yeah, and he was like saying, "Like man, all my friends and I have been playing Fortnite and doing all this." I was like, "What is Fortnite?" And he just looked at me like you're an idiot. Like I was the biggest idiot in the world. He's like, "You don't know what Fortnite is? It is that. It is. It is. That it's, it's big. It's sweeping the nation." Yeah, that's what that's what I found out yesterday. It's free too. That's the thing is it's free. You just download it on your console. Oh really? Yeah. Do and you I know think, what it is. Do you know like what the game is? I can download it on my 360. No, no. Hmm. But you get <laughs> you're playing with like 99 other people. Yeah. And you're all on like and it's a it's like a shooty shooty game and you're all trying to shoot each other. Fun. And there's only one person <laughs> at the end. But you can like it's like the Hunger there's Games. There's much more to that. That's much more. That's a yes. It's like but the, it is kind of like Hunger Games. Yes. So I've heard like you collect items. Yeah, and you can like build stuff. And you can as build you're stuff to like go, help you be a better shooter. Can it be Katniss? You can. Uh, you can be where you want to be. Guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Uh, the best Thunder player is at Fortnite is Stephen Adams. Yes, probably or, Stephen Adams or Terrence Ferguson. You got to go with a young guy. <laughs> well, Stephen Adams actually plays right because I think he posted. Is that, about is that it. what he's posting about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because he's like, I, I won the game. I'm like, right. Oh no, it's a big deal if you win because you're. It's it's all against all, basically. So if you win, it means you beat 99 other people. Yeah. All right. That's what it means. It's a big deal. Next Twitter question comes from at <laughs> Bonjolope, who wants to know, would you rather always talk in rhymes or sing instead of speak? Hmm. Definitely what? sing instead of speak. What's more annoying? Rhymes, I think. Well, rhymes, because you have to pay attention and, and you're, what you're saying is not always like really clear. Yeah. You know, but if you're singing, you just get, to would sing. you rather it's like the question is, would you rather rhyme every time you speak or be John Ralphio? <laughs> Definitely John Ralphio <laughs> rhyming every time you speak. That's a lot of brain cows. That's a lot of brain. What if, what if it just really was natural? It, uh, it'd be in, it'd be so, you'd be so hard to understand. Like you, I, <laughs> you'd, you definitely have to use phrasing and words that, yeah, Let's like try it. it. I want you to try it, Taylor. In rhymes, yeah. Okay, give me give me a subject. Uh, hippopotamus. 
Oh, man. How about, how about restaurants? Where do you want to go to eat tonight? No, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Um, I went to the zoo with you know who. Uh, how's that? Well, who did you go with? I went to the zoo with you know who. I went to the zoo with you know who. Saw a hippopotamus made me slip on top of this. <laughs> See, what hey girl, said. hey girl. <laughs> okay, no. no. What if you just? What if you accidentally became the greatest rapper of all time? Just then? No, no. By rhyming every time you spoke. I mean, you'd have to become a on Monday. On Monday, I like, played. On Monday, I played hooky. At the hippopotamus, I did looky. Okay, and then I listened to Limp Bizkit's Nookie. Oh, I did it all for the cookies. But that's, <laughs> but that's, it would be easier to, to sing. You'd be more. It'd be more yeah, easy for you to be understood. Well, try try that then. If you think it's so great, I need you to try it. I don't want to, but I will right now. This that, is that this is not is, singing. That, that is, is Buddy the Elf singing. Yeah. yeah. See, you don't know how good of a singer I am. Actually, you do. I'm very good. I do. I've heard you sing. I'm very good. Many, really? Many a time. Do you think he's good at singing? Yeah. he's he. Luke is a better singer than you would think. No. Call me a karaoke. It's true. Are you, Are you serious? Yeah. I'm really I'm de- yes. I used to karaoke all the He's pretty time. good. Luke is pretty good. Wow. He's not great, but pretty good. You hear that, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> not great. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Bed I, game. Hey, guys. You know what I want to talk to you about? Oklahoma Shirt Company. Yes, you do. And their shirts that they can make you. You know my face. If you want them, they will make you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be like dirt. You just ask them and they'll make it for you. This is true. You'll like it a lot. <laughs> the, the, so they can customize shirts for you, for your organization, for your church, for your club. They can make you a shirt, a jersey, a hoodie. Uh, a mug, a shirtsy, a shirtsy. They can make you a, a baseball jersey, coffee mugs, a stickersy, stickers, whatever you want. They can do it. They have people on staff that if all you have is an idea, you just present the idea. They make it happen for you. They also have their shirt of the month club every month. Oklahoma You're wearing one. Shirt. I'm wearing one right now. You can't see it because this is a podcast, but I promise you, I'm wearing one. It's super soft. It's super nice. Uh, Go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company and support the people that support us. That's right. Guys, I have a final question for you, and it is this. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Are you miffed? So miffed off. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Let it out. Told you about my car last week. Well, guess what? It needed... It needs a new engine, a whole engine yeah, that rehaul. Really so it's a big piece of crap Ford Exploder. Yeah. Failed me on the highway. Needs a whole new engine. I'm not putting a new engine in that piece of ship. <laughs> so I'm going to sell it for what it is. If you are someone who, if you have an illegal chop shop, please reach out. I'm looking for at least eight hundo. Yeah. For everything, so because I need I need like eight hundo at least. Don't use that as the starting point. I'm telling you, if you're going to negotiate with me, that is the point. That is the price. Tim Riggins, we're talking to you with your chop shop. He has his chop shop for real. Uh, yeah. Please reach out Are if you, you want to pay me eight hundred dollars for a car that needs a new engine. It won't start, so you have to figure out how to get it to where you need it. <laughs> My brother's car broke down too. Are you serious? No. 
sucks. Something about the time you something something's going around right now with the cars. <laughs> all got cold. Engine flues. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they die. That's sad. Yeah, it sucks. Uh I usually don't talk about my job on the podcast. Whoa, I have this is big in the past. And this is like usually like I'm miffed about an appliance dying or something, mm-hmm. which sucks. Uh my uh Washer isn't working well right now. So. Oh, oh so man, it's, it's so hard because you just had so many people over. You entertain so many guests. It still functions, but you know, whatever. Uh, so this is going to be a little serious, and I know we don't get serious on the pod. Um, but I've worked for Whitefields for the past six years. It's a group home for abused and neglected boys. Uh, I've been the education coordinator for them for that long. Uh, basically, I've taught kids in a classroom that haven't been ready to be in public school. So they're too violent or they cuss too much or they just don't do any work. And so like that's the kind of kids I've been working with. Um, and then the other kids go to Deer Creek Public Schools. And um, I'll have to excuse me. Wow. Um, they go to Deer Creek. And so I work with Deer Creek to make sure they're being taken care of. Um, I'm going to try not to cry, to be honest. Really? It's been it's been an incredibly difficult week, but we found out that Whitefields is shutting down on Monday. So they have 30 days to place the boys. So we have um, a lot of boys that are there. They live there. That's where their home is. Um, and we basically set up a program to get these kids a family. And so the program's being shut down. The entire campus is going to be sold. Um, so we found that out on Monday. And... We have until the end of April um, for these kiddos. So I would ask that you pray for these kids um, or you think about these kids. Um, There's articles on uh, the Oklahoman. There's been stuff on um, News Channel 4 about it. There's going to be more stuff. So Tom Ward, who started uh, Chesapeake and Sand Ridge, and he started some other private oil companies. This has been his deal um, for 11 years and he and, um, the board decided that, uh, it was time to, uh, close Whitefields. And so there's a lot of things that go into it. I'm not privy to all that information, so I can't speak on that. Uh, I do respect their decision to do so it's their decision and I totally understand. Um, but, uh, it's sad. It's been one of the saddest weeks of my life easily. Mm. Um, but if you could, uh, you know, think about these kids and pray for them as they are placed. Really, we don't know where. Uh, that would be wonderful. Uh, pray for me and my family. Uh, I'll be looking for a new job. I'm an unrestricted free agent right now. So you can pray for that, for just direction for me. Um, so I don't usually share like this on the pod, um, but I do know that like we I've connected with a lot of our listeners and I just appreciate you guys and I know that uh you guys have our back and so uh I did want to share this with you. So my life will be changing quite a bit over the next few months um which is okay. Uh, it's just a part of life but it is what it is. So just want to share that. More time for podcasting. I can do more podcasting. There's no wow. Doubt. How, what are what are you going to promise? Twelve a week, twelve 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 pods, twelve pods a week for everybody. Um, but yeah, just be thinking mostly about these kids as their lives are dramatically changed. So uh, 
Well, that's what I was going to ask is like there aren't really – I mean, Whitefields was the option for kids like this, right? Correct. So without so we're, Whitefields – We're talking about the kids that – the kind of forgotten kids of the state. Right. We're talking about the kids that can't function in a foster home. We're talking about the kids that have been in – 10 to 30 different foster homes in their life. We're not mm-hmm. talking about kids that just need a landing spot. And these are kids, like kids, kids, like elementary, middle school Like eight, eight years old to about 13 mm-hmm. is about the age of the kids that are there right now. Um, so if, uh, if you have a heart for fostering and fostering difficult kids, you can, you know, direct message me because we need families like we really do and this this is not something to be taken lightly at all so um or if you know of somebody that would be willing to do that or if you go to church you may mention that and you know we we're trying to connect these kids to safe places as much as we can Uh, we don't have complete control over that but that's what we're trying to do sorry to be a downer on this friday but uh i needed to get that off my chest and I need as many people praying and thinking about these kids as possible. So I put something on Facebook. I usually don't post on Facebook ever. And I'm saying this on the podcast because I do believe in the power of prayer and the power of, you know, that the more people that are involved with these kids, like the better period. So, uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Leave us a five star review. If you think about it, um, we appreciate you guys listening and we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Monday. Oh, Andrew's diarying now. Oh, no. I am 